Hello, welcome to the State of Waste. This is Paul Jeffries uh, bringing you the update for January 29th. A lot of things are starting to come out of committees this week, so we can see some of the bills that have been passed to the Rules Committee and the ones, uh, the ones that have already been scheduled on the floor, so we'll see if they get a vote. Some, Most of these probably will get a vote on the floor. Senate Bill 5127, Redacting Student Information, has been um, put to the Rules Committee and been moved to the floor. Senate Bill 5019, Paris and School Safety, that's the one that cuts the funding in the prototypical model for the school safety. That has also been moved to the floor. Senate Bill 5065, about teaching about bone marrow donations, has been moved to the floor. And then the ability for admin to negotiate contracts, bargaining, uh, Senate Bill 5085, that has also been moved to the floor. Now, the ability for admin to get th up to three-year contracts, Senate Bill 5175, has been sent to rules, but nothing has happened at the moment. Also, the equity and the highly capable program as well. Uh, also, lots of House bills have passed out of committee, but as of Friday evening when I checked, there's nothing yet um, as far as having them been moved to any floor votes or anything like that on the House side. So House Bill 1207, changing the language from emergency expulsion to emergency removal. That had uh, only one person voted against that bill in the committee. Actually, two did. One voted without recommendation and one voted no, do not pass. Interesting conversation about that. They said just playing semantic games. But from my conversations with an assistant principal at our school, it makes a lot of sense because we are just removing them and not just expelling them. So I think those words, there's quite a distinct difference between them. House Bill 1232, enhancing the college-bound scholarship, has passed out of the Education Committee 1013, the Regional Apprenticeship Program. They did increase that. I think originally in the bill it was two, and they've expanded that to six pilot programs to, so that we can get those going. I think that's a great program for a lot of students that maybe don't want to go to college but would do great in an apprenticeship. House Bill 1015, the Paraeducation Requirements Bill, and there's also a Senate bill that goes along with this that's a partner bill. So just making it, uh, giving some districts some more flexibility as far as getting paraeducators across the board because there's such a need for them right now. House Bill 1109, Special Education Funding Reimbursement. That one has passed. And then the info on reprimanded teachers, allowing reprimanded teachers to possibly have their letters of reprimand um, go away after a certain amount of time or whatever. So we'll see how that bill develops as well. And uh, scheduled for public hearing in the Finance Committee. So these any bill with a fiscal impact has to go to one of the Finance Committee. In the Senate, it's the Ways and Means Committee. And in the House, it is the Appropriations Committee. So this one, Senate Bill 5126, is in the Ways and Means, has a public hearing scheduled for this week for small school district funding. And then referred to the Financial Committees, uh, Senate Bill 5020, the age for elementary school starting at 6. Senate Bill 5048, college and the high school fees uh, being waived for all students, having the state reimburse school districts for those. That would be great for our students. Senate Bill 5125, the Washington Future Fund. That's the bill that saves money for people. And then when they reach 18, if they're born into poverty, they reach 18, they get the money. And at the moment, it is scheduled to be dispersed by the state to an institution or mortgage company or something. They don't just get the money. They have to spend it on one of the allotted things that it can be spent on. Senate Bill 5180, the Interstate Teacher Mobility Compact. We would be the first state to have passed this, 
But at the moment, there are 10 states that are taking this up. And so within those 10 states, teachers will be able to move with making it a lot easier to meet the criteria when you move to one of these interstate groups that has uh, joined this compact. And Senate Bill 5311, the special ed multiplier, raising that up. And we'll see what happens with that. There's also a House bill with that one as well. House Bill 1277 has passed out of committee and not yet sent to rules, the paraeducator requirements. And then Senate Bill 5257 with adequate, adequate recess time, allowing 45 minutes a day for K-6 students. Scheduled for executive session this week. So Senate Bill 5054, the PLC. That one's going to be interesting and it moves through to see where that goes. Uh, it's going to be hard for schools to implement all of the requirements for that with keeping a teacher within the classroom. You're going to have to, I'm not sure how that would work. There'd be a lot of contracts and negotiations for that one. House Bill 1003, access to dual credit. A lot of dual credit ones went through notifying parents of the dual credit options. And then 1228, the dual language education. So those all kind of were heard at the same time. 1238, the free school meals for all. That one was, again, proposed by OSPI to provide that. 1239, an educator code of ethics. And there was a lot of discussion on that one about, well, don't we already have one? What do we need another one for? It was kind of interesting. And then Senate Bill 5243, the high school and beyond plan, moving to an online format for that, that every student in those in the state would be doing the same thing, which would make a lot of sense to streamline that process. I think there's a lot of confusion. I know for our school, Nobody really knows what is required for uh, the graduation between the district. You got to look at district requirements and also the state requirements. So that's kind of interesting. Um, bills that have had a public hearing, but no executive action was scheduled. School library and tech info. Uh, the new bill heard this week, it was at the end of the week. So the COVID money, using the COVID money that we still have left in the state for tutoring or other educational benefits for students, we don't want to just not use that money since it's available. So finding a specific purpose to target on that one. Senate Bill 5355, providing, making, or making it mandatory for schools to provide instruction on sex trafficking and the dangers of that. Interesting comment made by one of the senators was that if you talk about this at a certain age, does that then make the student more curious about it if they didn't know anything about it before? And that's a good question. And I don't know the answer to it. I'd be more of a psychology uh, take on that one. So Senate Bill 503, changing the contract deadlines to, um, I think they had talked about the end of May, June 1 or May 31 instead of May 15. Scheduled for public hearing would be House Bill 1305, the initial evaluation requirements for um, IEPs. House Bill 1479, restraint and isolation. Senate Bill 5408, the ninth grade success teams, which is an interesting concept, which uh, we know that freshmen if they struggle freshman year, the likelihood of them dropping out goes up a lot. So how can we try to engage them? And one approach would be creating these ninth grade success teams with members of the school and trying to really reach some of those kids that aren't having success. Uh, Senate Bill 5441, inclusive curriculum. And again, the language on this is including very specific things in the curriculum, which I think parents would have an uproar about. It did not go into anything specific like CRT or anything like that, but it, with the term inclusive curricula, including everybody, I'm not quite sure what that would look like. And then the same with the learning standards. So that public hearing should be interesting to listen to this week. And then assigned a committee with no scheduled action. We've been over those before, so a lot of them 
um, just have not had any action scheduled. So if they do get a public hearing, I'll talk a little more about those individually. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, stateofwastewa at gmail.com. And hope you have a great week.